soothing sounds to lull me to sleep. Yeah, I was like, Kira, I can't stop singing the song to this mo- the theme song to this movie. And she was like, I don't know it. Oh, yeah, but those two notes you gave me definitely sparked my memory. Thank you so much. Oh, no. He's leaving. That's that noise. Oh, he's slamming the door. Oh, man, what will I do with this baby? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that. You didn't like that at all. I got all this rosemary. So wait, the narrative here is that we were, I was singing to you and then I left leaving you alone with a surprise baby. Yeah. Cody, how dare you? Hi, welcome (laughs) to Halloweeners. A horror movie podcast. I'm Kira. I'm Cody. And now we're talking about Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Uh, Before we go into this, uh, just, it just seems uh, appropriate for us to mention the director of this film, Roman Polanski, um, uh, was arrested for mm-hmm. um, very indecent behavior involving a minor. Uh, so we in no way are supporting this man or his actions. However, the film, we believe, has a interesting kind of feminist response to women you know, living in domestic, uh, uh, excuse me, abusive relationships, uh, experiencing domestic abuse. Women who are uh, forced to maybe give birth to things they don't want to. Hey. Cody has a lovely quote here. Yes. Yeah, I found this quote very helpful as kind of a jumping off point as to how to discuss this movie. Um, This is from Karen Kusama, who's this great director working now. She's this movie out now called Destroyer, starring Nicole Kidman, where she's like a cop. Anyway, not not relevant. Anyway, Karen Kusama last year um, did a retrospective on Rosemary's Baby, and in that article, she said the following. One thing to add here is that Roman Polanski has made one of the great feminist parables of cinema, and yet we have to struggle with Polanski the man and the mistakes he has made, the crimes he has committed. But that, to me, is the enduring possibility of art that it can stand apart from its maker, and I believe we have to judge Rosemary's Baby on its own merit. So, I don't necessarily agree with the fact that all art should or can be separated from its creator. Right. However, this one is particularly interesting as a weird blanket term, but the fact that this man who, you know, has a litigiously evidenced history of being an asshole to women also made this movie, which is, like she says, a fantastic feminist parable, especially in the time it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it is still worth uh, revisiting and discussing, especially in terms of, you know, horror as social... Um, commentary yeah well which is one of the great traditions of horror movies and the ones that stand the test of time are usually the ones that have something to say either about its time or about a social issue mm-hmm. or you know something political those are the ones that i think spur the best discussion and have the best legacy yeah and so uh, although like you said cody we don't really apply this idea this philosophy to all things and all terrible people um, but just for the sake of this movie and the sake of the story that it tells and uh, the things that it brings up, we're going to talk yeah. about it. We also uh, would love if you have anything to say otherwise, you know, either opposing or whatever about, yeah. um, you know, either discussing this movie in general or just how it should be viewed. We'd love to hear that. You know, I think this is yeah. definite a great way to open up discussion about, again, separating art from artists. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's a. That phrase I keep, I hear a lot lately. And I'm usually like, mm, not a fan. But we, uh, you know, we, we think that this movie, on its own, sans uh, Roman Polanski, uh, 
brings up enough points that we want to talk about. And also, um, we can focus on everyone else but him. Exactly. I don't plan to mention his name ever again (laughs) in the next however long we're going to talk about it. Rosemary. Where's that baby? Where is that? (laughs) So, New York City. 1965. Where were the you? Big Apple. 65. Yeah, where were you? I was. Let me do the math. <laughs> How negative of a fetus were you? I was negative 26. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost exactly. How old are you now? Well, I'm older than that. But like, it's like right in the middle. Yeah. For. So. Stupid. <laughs> okay, go back in time, baby. Um, at, and the exterior is the Dakota. Yes. Which is fun. Not fun. I'm, let me rephrase that. It's inter- It's a, it's a very interesting thing. Because uh, it took place the Dakota, and yet that is also where John Lennon was shot a few years later. I side note cannot. It is so wacky that Yoko Ono still lives there. Did you know that? Didn't I make a joke about this last time? I don't remember. Yeah, it was like, oh, rent is so. I said a comedian was saying like the housing market in New York is so crazy that Yoko Ono still lives in the Dakota oh. after her husband <laughs> got shot. <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, he just walked through that archway where he was shot every single day. Yeah, the, the bullet holes are still there, like in the wall. Are they really? Yeah, I, I seen it. Oh are you kidding God. me? Where'd, where'd your face go? I'm surprised they left those there. I know. But I guess it's like a never forget kind of situation. I mean, they were there as of 10, 15 years ago. Got it. So they're still there. Um, but yes, they shot the external shots for the location of this movie. In, at the Dakota. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it's called The Bramford. Oh, right, right, because they keep saying The Bran, right? Mm-hmm. They keep saying The Bram. A Bram, right. <laughs> the Bran. You know. cereal. Like how the Dakota, they call the Dak. <laughs> oh, you're saying at the Dak. Oh, you live at the um, Dak? They had a nice little laundry basement, uh, basement laundry situation. But, like, for a building that nice, their laundry and their hallway and their, like, elevator, it looked like it could be in my building. And I pay probably a little bit less than people who live at the Dakota. But that may have been, like, just the norm at the time. I guess so. I don't know. Let us know. Call in. <laughs> so, we meet Rosemary, Mia Farrow. Sans baby. She is only 23 in this movie. Ah! I know. Which is nuts because she also looks like she's 11. Well, they keep... <laughs> at the same time. Putting her in baby doll dresses oh the whole movie. God. Even and when she's pregnant. She's like the little Mary Janes, and she's like, oh, I'm so excited. And then she call him daddy at one point. She definitely calls him daddy at one point. But maybe it's because you're about to be a daddy. But still. La, 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 la. <laughs> um, that's, where, that's where they heard her doing the lullaby, la, yes. la, 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 right? Yeah. In the beginning. Isn't that pretty? Um, and she's with her husband. Yes. Um, Played by John Casavetes. Which is funny that his name is Casavetes. I looks always a lot think like that. Or I like always the think fake that. Name was. Um, because we learn that there's two other characters, uh, more, uh, uh, Minnie and, where am I? Roman. <laughs> Minnie and Roman, which is also weird his name is Roman. Um, sure is, remember? Because, we'll find out later. How um, weird it is. <laughs> and uh, their their uh, last name, quote unquote, is Castavets, or something like that. Castavet. Cast. hold on. Which sounds like a made up name. And in fact. The actor's name who played her husband is John Castavets. But the name of the characters, um, Castavet, or like Castavet, yeah. yeah. So it's like kind of weird, like kind of fun. And John Cassavetes, he is an actor. He's also in The Deer Hunter, but he was like more famous as a director. Oh, cool. You know this? He directed all these like very like, ooh, auteur-driven seventies films with like, ooh, I've never seen any of them. Lots of ooing. <laughs> I've never seen a single one, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Fun. Uh, and so they're just moving in, and what was, okay, so what was the situation, because I got a little confused here myself, yeah. was like, the, a woman lived in the apartment, and she yes. passed away, Yes. and they're moving right in, but there was going to be a, a 
like knew well, it was like one and a half of the apartment was going to them. Um, what was the situation before they lived there, and even before the previous tenant lived there? I think the apartment they are moving into used to be part of Minnie and Roman's apartment. Okay, and then it got renovated sometime when this old lady was living there or moved in there. Okay, because it was like very clearly her own place. Okay, but it still was. Like, I think that's just a clue for later. Like, they shared a wall with uh, yes. her. They shared a wall and a hall. A wall and a hall. Oh, what was the... Uh, they said the uh, person died, right? Yes. But it was at the hospital? What yes, she was like, she's in a coma. <laughs> the guy goes, she's in a deep coma. And oh, I was honey. like, what kind of... As opposed to a shallow right, coma. Right, just one where you're like, hello. They're like, they keep popping up. very sleepy. <laughs> you mean what I go into uh, every winter? <laughs> oh, she's weeping. Oh, God. Icicles so are flying sleepy. out of her eyes. Oh, God. Um, correct. Okay, so then, sorry, I know we're, we're, we're kind of building up some exposition here. I like it. But they, when they're going around the apartment, because they're seeing it with a realtor. Yes. And um, he goes over to a section of the apartment. It's all kind of old, you know, old and dark in, in the apartment. And there's a dresser, and he's like, oh, there's a closet back here. Yeah. I don't know why it's here. And they moved it, and the closet is just filled with, like, vacuum cleaner. Yeah. What was that shit about? Like, why was their closet blocked? Because that, because I assume, because she was part of the coven. Okay. The old lady. Because not only were all the herbs there, which, like, you know, were very much part of the witchiness. Right. Oh, spoiler alert, they're all witches. They're all witches. All of them witches, in fact. All of them witches. All of them witches. And, um... Well, no, she's like, at one point, oh, she's like, when she, Andy or yeah, there's Jenny. always moments of her like whispering things, and it's either all of them witches or she's whispering, yeah, the baby names. She's she's always whispering. Something. Oh, that she's like Andy or Jenny. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sweet. She's so small. I just want to she's protect her. So small. Anyway, um, <laughs> the old lady that lived there, who died, was I assume at least some part of the coven because right. also they find that note. Rosemary, like, looks at a note on her oh, desk I because cannot, no I regret I can no longer associate and it's right. not finished. So I assume she put the wardrobe there mm-hmm. to, because if she's part of the coven, they're probably just using that secret closet entranceway as, like, a thoroughfare. Oh, so that is the secret closet. Yes. Oh, That's okay. the one that she goes through later. Gotcha. So okay, she was, like, perfect. if she was tired of all them witches, she probably was, you oh, know, she probably somehow moved that dresser to keep them from getting in. With her magical herbs. That is the thing, though. They also were like, how'd she move this? It's never really addressed. Because she's a, a witch, and clearly witches, A, worship Satan, uh-huh. B, hold a lot of herbs uh-huh. in their home, and C, can move furniture without the aid of anyone else. This yes. is facts. This is real. Also, I realize this movie very much has a similar basic structure plot-wise um, to that of Suspiria. Where just like, if you look at oh, the yeah. very basic where it's like, no, that's right. Stranger comes into place and then like, Stranger is in the middle of it, isn't quite sure what the fuck's going on. Maybe she's going crazy. They're drugging her. There's lots of sleeping happening. And then like, lots act, of three, happening. <laughs> act three is when she like, finds the, the lair um, and realizes all the witchiness by and there's like noise going into walls and knocking and stuff. Don't yeah. you hate when there's noises in walls? I mean, right? I did. I swear to God, I heard a scream last night while I was <gasps> in my apartment. I was just like... Just in your building. Yeah. I also was showering yesterday and I heard, Cody? And I was like, Zach? And he was like, what? <laughs> it was not Zach. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. How close did it sound to you? It was in the bathroom while I was in the shower. In the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Mm, Kira, <laughs> she writing down? <laughs> sage for Cody. We're gonna just sage your 
your apartment. Okay. It's gonna be really I wasn't fun. scared of it. It was, but it does know my name. Well, that's okay. Dun, dun, we're not gonna dun, tell. Dun, dun, dun. We're just it might gonna seem tell. crazy. What are you trying to say? <laughs> we're just gonna tell. Like, if there's any like negative homies hanging out, we just want to tell them to leave, and like just tell the people who are good that like to just be nice. Yeah, I'm not scared of it, that's but also good. like fun. It's nice to know that, like, in movies and stuff, when people are like, I'm actually not scared of the ghost in my apartment, mm-hmm. I am one of them. <laughs> I would be one of them. Yes! Like, the moment something kind of spooky happens, I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Also, it's nice because you live with someone, so that's... That is true. If I was by myself, I'd be um, much more scared. Horrified. The Suspiria um, connection, I like that. Yeah. And also, we run into this a lot on this podcast, you know, people who are witches in whatever Witch. capacity being used as, just, like awful villains, you know, with no regard to humanity, when, yeah. like, quite the opposite in real life. The good news this time is that it's not just ladies, if that makes sense. Because Oh, I, yeah. This is a co-ed coven, honey. Honey, yeah. Everybody's welcome. It's really fun. And I, I like that um, because, like, we usually talk about in Suspiria, in Blair Witch, in, what else? Uh, the Conjuring. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's these... It's usually women who are getting the labels of witch mm-hmm. and, like, you know, that's a bad thing <laughs> in the world of the movies. Or this time it's not just the ladies. Oh, my God. No, there's, like, some gentlemen there. Boys, too? Actually, one of the gentlemen, I think, in the coven, um, he was the same guy from uh, House on Haunted Hill. Walsh- Watson, Watson Pritchard. Pritchard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the actor. Okay, the, he played. Okay. In this movie, we have the char- we have the actor uh, Elijah Cook, uh-huh. and he plays Watson Pritchard in House on Haunted Hill. And he, uh, in this movie, plays someone else. <laughs> Isn't that great? Good for him. He plays Doctor Nicholas. Mister Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> of course, my favorite character. Oh, Mister Nicholas. Oh, Mister Nicholas. Of not course, Dr. legendary. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Gave him an elevated title. <laughs> there were so many doctors in this movie. And I also thought Dr. Hill and Hush were the same person for at least 45 minutes. Do you mean Saperstein? No. There's a doctor. <gasps> Hill's the, the young doctor. That doesn't help me. He was the young one that she wanted to see. Oh, that she went to go see at the end. And she'd been wanting to I see mean, him the whole time. Fucking her. Holy shit. That made... Every time I watch it. Ladies, my blood is boiling. Ladies? <laughs> my blood is simmering I, in my veins. Because he's like, hmm, sounds about right. So that, And that's what sucks about... I suppose. Uh, wait, and also, it's funny that she sees a doctor, Dr. Saperstein, who is... Uh, so he'd be considered an uh, uh, obstetrician, correct? Yes, because one of the other characters... Hutch actually is like, oh, he delivered two of my nieces, or whatever. So, for those of you who watch Parks and Rec on repeat when you go to sleep, like I have done multiple years, John Raffio... Uh-huh. And Mona Lisa, Saperstein, their dad, OBGYN, he helps Leslie Nope deliver her baby, and he helped, uh, you know, everyone else in town deliver their baby. So I'm just saying there's a fucking connection. So I'm just saying There's something Henry we're not Winkler. talking about in Pawnee. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The end. Imagine, I don't know why I'm singing happy. <laughs> stuck in my head. Oh, can we talk about the old couple? <laughs> Roman and Minnie? Specifically Minnie. Please. <laughs> oh, much, yeah. How iconic. She's me in 40 years, and it makes me really sad. Because it's like, I can't I ain't saying it. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt it on you. I was like, I can't wait for Kira to do her impression the entire <laughs> Oh, well, I don't want to, how much is this? 
Also, her walking into someone else's home and asking how much something is is so something I used to do because I was such a little shit and I was so easily impressed by stuff and like it's so rude. But when you were a child, it's like precocious. <laughs> when you're an old lady, no, I was seven. I was, was like in high school in the Civil War, like. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> the way um, she pronounces words is so funny to me. She keeps saying, what? Are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Are you pregnant? Chocolate mouse. <laughs> oh my god, she does say chocolate mouse. It's very cute. Also, here's the fucking thing with this guy. I mean, there's many things with this movie. Sorry. Well, I was about to get very self-righteous. Get for it. What were we going to say about Rick? No, Mitchell? get on the soapbox. No, Talk. I was just going to be like, that moment, I mean, there's multiple moments. I was just gonna talk about her husband. Okay. I just love Minnie. <laughs> you talk about Minnie. She's great. Um, her fashion. What the fuck is happening <gasps> there? She's yeah. like, give me the pink and the green in one dress. Just it's clashing of styles. Holy shit! The fake flowers on her head, the scarves. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, and even the hat when they go out and they come back and they find out the that uh, yeah. what's her face uh, that, that the girl they had taken yes, in had yes. jumped. She yeah. She's wearing like fake flowers on her head. It's great. She won the Oscar for this, Ruth Gordon, which is, like, such a cool win. <laughs> she won it for this movie? Yeah. Like, Best Supporting? Supporting Actress, yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that cool? Does yeah. she really talk like that? Is that, like, her voice? I don't think so. She's in Harold and Maude also as Maude, where she's playing, like, a very sweet old lady. It's, like, a completely different character from this. She's amazing. Love you, Ruth Gordon. Happy that she won the Oscar for this. Yeah. Good performance. Every time she's on screen, I was... Delighted and horrified. <laughs> because can you imagine your, your neighbor being like that? And oh I like that God. in the movie, Guy and Rosemary are both like, I can't yeah. stand her. Well, that's what's so, is like, because that's some real shit too, is like when you and a person are like, I don't know about so-and-so. And then Do we have to go over there. And then when the other person starts giving into it and is into it and you kind of are like, oh, I thought we both thought this was right you know when she and her friend show up with their knitting and just plop on the couch oh my god i hated it so much that fucking i hated that woman too she was when she was like shaking the cradle it's I like love. have you never met a baby before bitch she's also a star and <laughs> she, <laughs> she well i felt so proud because when we were the at towards the end we're jumping all over the place but it's okay um when she's rosemary's in bed after her baby's been born and they're kind of like all keeping vigil over her Mm -hmm. she's the one that's reading the reader's digest with the magnifying glass oh my god and rosemary goes like hello or something (laughs) something small and meek and this actress goes like (laughs) Like, she like throws it out of her hand and it's such a like a broad choice and i was like you know what she is zach she is some old like vaudeville actress who's been like yes. working in new york for 50 years yes. and i was right she's a vaudeville actress yes that's awesome yeah, her name's patsy kelly she was like an out lesbian and never hit it even when she was like young never in the 50s like hit it she was oh, not, like hit it. she was like out and proud that's at awesome. like a time when that's like not cool and she like still found work consistently what's her name patsy kelly oh my god wait yeah and she's a hero. She won a Tony Award like four years after this movie. Like she had a really good, her and Ruth Gordon had what? a very good um, golden years in terms oh of God. like career trajectory. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I love all of this. Holy fuck yeah. I know. Good for them. What a fun coven. More like fun Coven. No? More like. Hmm? Calm. In. Come in. We live in Chicago, the land of comedy. <laughs> uh, so the husband. One of the things I, not one of the things, everything he, so he gets incredibly manipulative and it's makes my fucking skin crawl. Oh, Guy. Yeah. Guy Fieri. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, anyway, uh, Guy, her husband, um, even when he 
So, okay, so even that, this trust starts right away. So they start off, they're on the same page. They both don't want to hang out. Oh, it's the best. It's like when John and I, before we go somewhere and we're like, we can't stay long. We're, we're tired. Mm, I, I like, love, oh. yes. Yeah. The establishing of like the like relationship being strong because they have private moments of like, mm-hmm. Like, when they come back from the old couple and they're, like, making fun of them. Yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's so you know, real. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, oh, we don't have to go back. Like, they just did to be nice because um, uh, of their, the girl they were taking care of's passing, which I do want to talk about in a little bit. And so uh, they are, like, fine, fine. And then, so once he starts hanging out with them yeah. more and he's kind of breaking that trust with her, that already is such a clear indicator of, like, just doing secret mm. shady yep, shit and exactly. just like, all right, well, I thought we talked about this, but okay, like, whatever, like, people change. Um, and then when he comes over with the chocolate mouse <laughs> that Minnie gives him and um, he literally, like, made a her into eating the whole thing. It's oh, such a creepy and subtle thing. Because um, what is it? She's saying there's, like, a chalk, a chalky undertaste yes. or something. And he's like, <clears throat> oh, nothing's ever good enough for you. <laughs> well, like, he could what? have been like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's kind of weird, but we should finish it just to be polite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fa- instead, he's like, no. <laughs> it's just, it just stresses me out. And I just, uh, his character is such a piece of shit. And then when we later find out that, unfortunately, they, they, they're making the arrangements. They want to, like, have a baby. And he's like, you know what? I happen to know the two specific days that we should uh a fuck, which is usually something a woman knows because it's based off of her period and when she's ovulating. Was there a reason they wanted it to be born when it was? I'm sure that the Cassavettes were like, okay, we're going to give her these formulas. Uh-huh. You have to impregnate her, like, now. Sure. Because we are witches and we know stuff. You know. Satan was like, but he was born early, I think, because the day the day she escapes, uh, she's at the doctor's office, and um, she's like, "I'm due on Tuesday," and then that day is the day she gives birth. Oh, so it's a little early. Although, do you know what day the due date was? What June twenty eighth, the day before my birthday. <laughs> Just saying, and here he is. La, 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 la. It's me, I am Rosemary's baby. What are you doing to his beautiful eyes? Oh my god, beautiful! I oh got those gorgeous hazel eyes. <laughs> his sunken. Eyes. <laughs> Those hands and feet, though, honey. Let's just think about his hands and feet. Are we supposed to assume he has hooves? hooves yeah. Which, like, thank God they don't show that. Um, I just had a realization. Uh, do you think, because Rosemary doesn't finish the chocolate mouse, yeah. she, like, dumps it into her lap right. in, like, a really visceral, like, diarrhea way. Mm-hmm. And do you think if she was, she was supposed to finish the whole thing, I imagine. Mm-hmm. If she had finished the whole thing, she wouldn't have had that dream at all and, like, had any memory of it happening. It would have just been completely, like... You're out Locked for the out. night. I think yeah. so because even there's a point when so she goes she she eats a little bit and then she starts like going through these weird uh, dreams and yeah. like going in and out of things that seem real and she uh, basically gets fucked by the devil as mm-hmm. you do and uh, but there's moments of her like what was it one a uh, guy even says like I don't think it works she yes yes she's she's a uh, she's see? alert or whatever and, and they're the like old... no if he ate the if she ate the whole thing she she, she she's won't out. she won't yeah. notice it or whatever. She's she's surrounded by all the old people in her dream, completely oh naked. Worst nightmare. Um, but then the worst fucking part of it all. So she's like, something's fucking her. She doesn't know if it's guy. She sees something with the eyes, which supposedly that actor who played Satan was like supposedly really sweet. He, like he just had to come in and like just pretend to fuck her and was like, thank you, like that was really nice. Bye. It was nice to meet you. Like I mean, how else do you handle? You got that situation on set, but um. That and, uh, yeah, and then we wake up and she has the scratches on her. Oh my god, that and... always freaks me out, because they're, like, on her breast, too. Well, no, it's, like, like, on her side, like yeah. side boob, yeah. Side boob scratching, and what's his face goes, oh yeah, sorry, I had to... I'm filing him down now, now, yeah. And he basically tells her that he... 
uh, raped her while she slept. Right, because she she goes, I had a dream that somebody was raping me. So, like, not mincing words. She was right. like, this was, she was like, I had a crazy sex dream. And he goes, oh, thanks very much. Well, no, no, yeah. And oh then my God, he says, right. yeah. And then he, she's like, well, you had, you, you, we made love while I was out. And he goes, well, it was kind of fun in a necrophile sort of way. Oh my Are God. Are you kidding me? And he's like, I don't want to miss baby day. Bitch, first of all, there were two days that you circled that you could have fucked me. Yeah. Third of all, you know what's the best part about fucking when everyone's awake? I don't understand. It is so insane. I would have set the entire building on fire at that point. There's so many warning signs, and I'm not believing Rosemary, but like, no, no, it's, no, it's, it's like to like let us know, yeah. you know, uh-oh, Yeah. <laughs> look out for him. First, it's something as like, oh, he's going to make her eat this thing. That's right. weird. Now it's, oh, he literally, whether he said that to her to comfort her in the moment or not, regardless, like, you sick fucking bastard, like... You yeah. Don't do that. And um, then the scene later where she's like, "I want to go to a different doctor," and he's like, "It won't be fair to Doctor Saperstein." And, and she's what like, "What are you talking about?" She is so good in those scenes. She's, I think, phenomenal the entire movie. I think she gives a great performance. You disagree? Well, I think she's so. <laughs> You're making a face. I guess it's just hard for me because she's so. I mean, this isn't a good reason, but she's so small and so petite and so tiny that everything is just like. And I guess she's I just like that. It, well, I think that's, I mean, that is part of it, but I guess it's yeah. just like, for me, and, and that's not a bad thing, but like, it's those moments when she completely freaks out that are, I think, are amazing because they're all well done on her end. Right, and also I think her being like a little meek and naive and subservient, which are mm-hmm. also part of the gender role she was, you know, expected right. to fill at the time, mm-hmm. that makes her like explosions and like moments of like taking charge of her own fate. Mm-hmm. Even more interesting because it's like, right. oh, she's really breaking from the norms. She's not like being some subservient housewife. Yeah. Like a woman um, walking, like trying to escape her husband while pregnant now is like still shocking to some people. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't imagine it, you know, 50 years ago. In the Mad Men era? Oh my God. Please. I know. When it's like, oh, you're divorced. I guess you. I guess you're on to hell and you hate your kids. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, okay. What? It's just. Uh, yeah, it's really gross. Yeah. Oh, so Makes obviously, if you haven't seen the movie, first of all, go watch it. It's, you know, yeah, you gotta it's, watch it. It's, I mean, it's it's a slow, slow burn. Slow burn. But it's kind of like Witch in the sense where like, and you know, with this movie, like it's, it burns really, really slowly, but there's like moments of, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, and then by the end when it all kind of comes together, you're like, okay, that definitely Love got it. Now everything ending. is all together. Yeah, like, here we go, here we go. And we are with Rosemary the entire time. There is yep. literally not a single second of screen time mm-hmm. where we're with somebody else. We are with her perspective the whole time. Yeah. It's like a novel being the first person. Like, we see everything they see. Mm-hmm. And so the fear and paranoia Rosemary experiences as she believes that her child is Satan's child. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything more than she does. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we learn and we're suspicious, but also like, well, it could be, you know, maybe you're just imagining it. Mm-hmm. And even she's like, I know, I feel, I sound crazy. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, she spends oh, the God, whole, thing. what she starts to fear is that through various circumstances and events, like friends dying, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> who are getting in the way of this baby being born the way that mm-hmm. like the husband and kind of the next door neighbors want to be born. Uh, she believes to suspect that they are a coven who are, she thinks they're to take her baby. Right. And do whatever they want with it. She doesn't, I think, explicitly think it's going to be a demon baby. <laughs> right. Well, she thinks it has something to do with the fact that, like, her husband and her husband is an actor. And mm-hmm. he got a part because the actor who actually had the role 
went blind all of a sudden. Can you overnight. imagine waking up blind? As you do. I had a, we had a family friend who woke up blind, like, just for a few, like, but just temporarily. Oh, that would yeah. scare me so badly. I would be, I would yeah, I'd panic. Yeah. Like, what do you, oh, I guess I'm awake. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so, I'm, but yeah, you're right though. I don't think they necessarily, she necessarily thought like, oh, it'll be a demon baby. She just thought they were going to take this baby that right. she made with her husband. Because when they're first moving into this building, Hutch, their friend from their old place, is mm-hmm. telling them like, oh, they're... <laughs> They found a dead baby there once, and they're suspected witches right. who, like, supposedly ate a baby. So, like, they, Rosemary, to her mind, I'm sure, just thinks they're going to do something to her human baby, mm-hmm. not the baby won't be human. Yeah. Because you never think what you would never, you know, you assume Satan's busy. He's got a very full dance card. <laughs> Little old me. Oh, He's going to take time me? to, right. And I think they do say that to her, yeah. though. Which they're like, out of all the women in the world. world. <laughs> which is exactly what they say to Mary, but much less passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, my God. Mer- Virgin Mary, I mean. Oh, your friend, good friend Mary. My friend Mary. Near the beginning of the, near the, beginning of the movie, um, when they're moving in and we, they go to the laundry basement, you know, set up, Rosemary uh, meets the girl who's uh, being taken care of by the cast of vets. Uh, her name was Terry? Yes. And so we meet her. She's wearing Thanks. the necklace with the tannis root in yes. it, which as we learn is basically f- a, like a devil fungus. Right, we don't what? know what it does. I was I was gonna ask what you thought it does. Um, I thought maybe like it just helps like subdue the person at a certain point, or it just kind of like puts a track or like marks them. Right, demony energy. As you would, you know, a dog peeing on something. Right, or it's just a like like you wear a cross if you are heavily uh, Christianity minded religiously. <laughs> this just happens to smell bad. Oh, I think also, well, that too, but I think also perhaps uh, Terry, his vision was Terry was chosen to be yes. impregnated. Yes, And so maybe this necklace is kind of like the first step. Like it's the, uh, you know, I got nothing. Some sort of talisman. Yeah, it's just like this is the first step. You wear this and then it makes you smell and so it makes the devil horny for you. Ooh. Um, it or, is called devil's root and like that, right? Ooh, ooh, yeah, there you go. So something, it's some part of the ceremony. And so do you think that she really did jump and she... Unfortunately, committed suicide. Yes, do you I think do. She's, okay, do you I, think she was like, I'm not having this fucking baby? Yes, exactly. Because the night before she dies, or the night of, they hear, What's like, chanting oh. in the next room. So I'm guessing the ritual, or something ritual adjacent was going on, and she was like, I don't want this anymore. She's like, you know what? You gave me some good ideas. Like, thank you so much, Mr. Satan. But I have so many things I need to focus I'd on I'd rather right not. Nah. You know, and, like, honestly, I have really bad asthma problems, and, like, the baby's just going to have that. So, like, you don't want that. Listen, like, I understand, like, the desire to, like, you know, continue the family tree, but, like, some genes are, just shouldn't be spread. Yep. You ever thought of adopting Mr. Satan? Because I think, you know, there are a lot of demon, there there are a lot of demon babies out there. Oh, boy. Huh. Me at one, am I right? Oh. Huh. Huh. I'm so tired. I'm so so lonely. Uh, I'm going to say that scene when Rosemary's crossing the street in front of traffic. Supposedly that shit was real. Like, yeah. she, Roman was just like, yeah, no one's gonna hit you. You're pregnant. And t- they didn't. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> Nobody hit her. Uh, um, crazy. That's, it's crazy. It scares me every time I watch that. <laughs> New York, am I right? I love that the night that she's impregnated with this demon baby is the same night that the Pope is in town. Like, before they go right. to bed, they're watching TV, or the husband's like, ah, oh, the Pope's in Yankee Stadium, it's crazy, look at this nuts, everybody's nuts, and 
And so it's like this convergence of two powers in one place at the same time. Ooh. Because like the Pope's in town and Satan's Ooh. in town. And that's also probably why they plan the pregnancy that I way. I think so also. Actually, I think yes. Because I think it's so like, also. It's, things are at their utmost, like, you know. Yeah, everything is <laughs> amped up to level yeah. 11. I like that a oh. lot. Wow. She also has a lot of like, um, not a lot, but the movie uh, explores this a little bit. She has some, you know, run-of-the-mill Catholic guilt going on. Like she has Fun. these dreams about breaking a window at the convent she grew oh, up in right. or the Catholic school and like in her dream when she's being raped by Satan the Pope comes up to her oh right 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 with like a ring yes with a ring that is the Tannis ring mm-hmm. the Tannis uh, the Tannis root ring yeah and he what? goes I heard you were bitten by a mouse which is funny because it's like the chocolate mouse oh ow that's so <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. wasn't someone at the par- uh, part of the coven wearing that ring wasn't that thing they showed I don't remember. You know what? Who can ever be sure? We have no way of knowing. No. Oh, I also like, just a little note, I like that Guy is an actor so that he can like believably hide secrets from Rosemary. Oh, that's true. He is good at lying. Because if he wasn't, it'd be like, well, why why would she believe him? Or like, how is he so good at like lying to his wife? Mm -hmm. Mr. Yamaha. His job is at lying, baby. Yeah, those Yamaha residuals, honey. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I love the part at the New Year's party where at midnight Roman goes to 1966, the year one. Oh yeah, Ooh. which like I get what? chills every time. What does that mean, Roman? Yeah, everything's starting over. Everything's ending. Fun. Think about it. Um, also, well, because like when Jesus was born, that is like AD one. Who? My favorite timing is just when they're at finally the last scene and like the baby's in the little like. Little, little satanic little cradle thing. That's a big cradle. That's big. But she's cute. It's a dramatic, like, veil. The upside giant, down cross. I'm sorry, so good. The black curtains, please. And I just love how the <laughs> screaming of Hail Satan just in the middle of the scene. Hail Satan! They That's are great. so excited. Uh, oh yeah, like, in the moments at the end when they're like, <laughs> more, uh, Roman's like, oh, and we're gonna, he's, his name is Adrian, and he's the son of Satan, and guys, not the dad, and she's like freaking out. It's just... So she's so good in those moments. It can't be. She's, yeah, yeah, and her and her size really does, like you're saying, come into play in that moment because she is so small and she's so, quote unquote, looks so weak. And in the words of Rihanna, uh, all of my kindness has been mistaken for weakness. Now four or five seconds by uh, from Friday. Oh. Um, I mean, no, other people have said it before. <laughs> I never heard of that. I think another key to this movie being like the feminist parable it is is the just especially of its times is like the the unending casual misogyny that she has to deal with from like men around her yeah not just in actions but like in words you know the doctor when she's like i have this pain he's like don't read books oh my and god then, well that's 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 that scene but that, that yeah being yeah. hidden in this world of like they're saying it so she won't read and oh of course uh, also read up on that being false but she, he's able to say that with, like, conviction because true. at the time it was, mm-hmm. like, listen to male doctors, ladies. True, true, true. And also when, like, she gets a haircut and this has nothing to do with Satan. This oh, just guy right, being an right, asshole. Right. He's like, you look like shit. Right, which also, no. She looks hella cute. Yeah, you went to Videl Sassoon. It would have cost a lot of money back then. That was an expensive haircut. Yeah. Also, unfortunately, this movie makes me want to be a housewife. Just, like, a little bit. I know what you mean. It just looks nice and comfy and I don't have to worry about bills. I, can you imagine? Living in my big apartment. a nice apartment in New York. And like, oh, I just have to stay home and organize and clean it? Oh, okay. Okay. Things I like to do anyway? That I do regardless of my time off? Okay. 
Anyway, I'm sorry. I know you mean, though. Um, <laughs> right. And also, like, um, oh, and later when um, Roman comes to check on Rosemary because Hutch is there, and, like, there's a lot of moments of Hutch being, Hutch coming over their friend, and, like, you can tell that the coven is, like, keeping an eye on her because suddenly they, like, appear at oh, her door, mm-hmm. or, like, Guy will show up in the middle of his rehearsal to leave and, like, go check on Rosemary. <gasps> right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're right. And Owen Hodge was missing that gl- the glove, which they must have used, again, to, like, to, fuck with his shit. Right, because he ends up in a coma. Um, right when he was about to tell them, like... Oh, right! Because she, she, he gives her the book. Right, he was supposed to meet her somewhere. Yes, the Time, the time Life building next to Radio City. Oh, my God. Um, oh, anyway, so cute. When Hutch is over and um, Roman's there, and Hutch is like, she looks terrible. She's so thin. Oh like, God, yeah. is everything all right? What's with this doctor? And Roman goes, like, oh, it's all right. You know, this happens to women sometimes. Um... Later on, she'll gain some weight. <laughs> Probably too much. Right. You're so right. Fuck you. She's carrying a baby. <laughs> also, I just, I was like, from the get-go, I was like, in what universe does a woman lose weight before? Exactly. Like, And they even say that in the movie. They're like, Who, you're supposed to lose, you can't mean I'll lose it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And they make her look so sick and like sunken. I know. In. She's wearing that white makeup and it, you can tell they did not know what HD TV is going to be because watching it now, uh, it looks like Kabuki. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, that's amazing. Pancake. Um... <laughs> Because, and then later at her, the party she has with, like, all her, like, young friends. Oh, fun, which I love. Like, some homosexual just dresses her down. He, he goes, you look like a piece of chalk. <laughs> what? I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, Rosemary, you look like a piece of chalk, sister. Wait, like, does he really say chalk? No. Yeah, he does say chalk. What brazen homo is going to make fun of a pregnant lady? <laughs> Fuck you, Mary. It's <laughs> a sweet, sweet, uh, sweet time. I do love that, though, that she's like, no, no, no. I have a party with my fucking friends, guy. That are under 60. Mini. Yeah. Oh my god. You gotta be under 60 to get in, bitch. Oh my god. Oh, I think it's really telling that they include, when she's in the waiting room for the doctor's office, that, um, and this is Dr. Hill, not Dr. Saperstein. Mm Mm-hmm. She, um, is looking through the magazines in the waiting room, and one she pulls up is that famous Time magazine cover, the Is God Dead cover. (laughs) It's so intense. It's so intense. The black, it's, it's like a famous cover. It was real from the oh, 60s. Oh, it is real. Yes. What is it in regards to? Oh, is it because after Kennedy was killed? No, no, no. It was just like in the mid-60s when like, um, I think faith like and organized religion was at its lowest point that, that thus far in the century. There was like this this issue of time um, had a lot of like theologians come on and like discuss, <laughs> you know, the existence or inexistence of God, which is, you know. Pretty intense for a little magazine. <laughs> yeah, and and it's just very abrupt too in the yeah. scene. Just oh oh, like it's just in a doctor's office. But I think that's kind of another key to the movie, and like not that the movie is like pro religion or anything, or explicitly like everybody should have religion or else this country will fall apart. Right. But I think it kind of keys into a general feeling of the time, which was like a little bit of glibness with like faith and like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, that kind of ties into the way that, you know, Guy approaches the how willing he is to go along with his plot just to be a successful actor, which obviously is also like he's an egomaniac. Oh, <laughs> um, well. But, you know, just the, the, the way that, you know, the general feeling of the country at the time was probably one of a lot of hopelessness, maybe, mm-hmm. especially in like certain areas of like country yeah no i got that but also my argument was i also wasn't there so i don't know my argument is guys a, a somewhat handsome straight white male mm. in, ni- in the mid 1960s was it really that hard for him to get work like it just seems like he could have tried harder and that makes it even more when he's not getting work like well why am i not getting work 
Yeah, well, I guess so. Look at me. Or he's Which just makes like even more intense, is a what I'm saying. bastard you know person. Mm -hmm. Or he's just an asshole man. Yeah, and everyone's like, mm, we don't want to work with you because you're uh, an egomaniac. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, I love the scene in the phone booth. She's and she's got a fake uh, talking to someone because she's off the call. That is some real shit. Oh, no, no, really? No, he didn't. Say, did he say that? No, no, he didn't. He can't have said. No, really? He said that? Who was the man that was waiting outside the phone booth? So random. But it's meant to be like a scary moment because now anybody with gray hair, she immediately is like, oh, it's so true. All the old people. She's scared no. of old people. Same. Um, yeah. And this, you know, the scene in the telephone booth where she's trying to get in contact with this doctor mm -hmm. is all one shot. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, Acting her way through it. It's very good. She's, and that's true too. Like, yeah, she's doing all of this. She's ranging um, from being a very, trying to stay a very dainty and sweet, mm. you know, woman and wife and mother to these moments of, well, a person seriously panicking. And, uh, and the fact that it's all being done in one take in a lot of these scenes is just even more impressive right. for that and young Mia Farrow. You see her, like, processing it in real time or whatever. Mm -hmm. The last yeah. scene is also yeah. mostly one take, or a lot of long takes, at least. Yeah. So, yeah, um, eventually, uh, Rosemary Gives birth starts to, baby. to seriously suspect that she <laughs> oh. is, you know, uh, the, like, sacrificial lamb in this plot, as it is. Oh God, so much drama. And, you know, has the baby. Mm-hmm. Is and I think true to the times, they kind of just took the baby away right away and like oh. put it in whatever. I just uh, hate when she wakes up and there she's like, "Hey, uh, can I see the baby?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, uh, yeah." Like just waking up, the baby's not there. No one's around you to help wake you up to say like, "Hey, great job, you just yeah. gave birth." That's a human miracle. And they're oh, oh, you wanted to see the baby? Oh, uh, hold on a second. Like it's just from like makes. This movie is very stressful. And then when she wakes up a second time, and they are like they are lying to her that the baby died. Oh God! There were complications, and Doctor Saperstein goes, "This might not have happened in a hospital, but you were insistent. You kept fighting with us, so we couldn't get you to a hospital. So it's What's your the... fault that the baby's dead." Is that how he said it though? I thought he said, um, oh, "Shit." He phrases it. I think I wrote it down. Um, no, because... there were complications in the hospital. It might have gone better, but you wouldn't listen to us. But then I thought they were the ones who... Didn't they want her to give birth in the house? Because she was like, no, it has to be in a hospital. It needs to be sterile. I think yes, but I think they were trying to guilt her into, like, believing that the baby's oh, right, really right, dead. Right, 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 Like, and also, like, if she's going to be feeling guilty about it, then she won't ask questions because it's like, yeah. then she's bringing up old feelings and stuff. Also, you called us a jerk and we're taking it personally. Also, um, you flicked my nose one time and yeah. I'm really sensitive about that. So your baby's dead. <laughs> so your baby's dead. Oh my god! And she's like, "That? What is she? Is she doesn't she scream out like that's not possible or something? What is she? No, that's a different that's movie. Later. That's a different movie. That's Star Wars. <laughs> that's, that's Star Wars. <laughs> that's not possible. Wait, doesn't she say, "Frank Comedia, don't give a damn." <laughs> It'll go away. Get out of here. And she's like, "Oh, that makes sense. My baby's dead." Uh, that seems right. That seems legit. So she ends up. Hearing. Making her way into right, she hears a baby and she starts to oh suspect, and she decides to take matters into her own hands and goes to that um, closet. That closet. That closet. Which actually was that uh, doorway into that other apartment, honey. And she's like, "Oh, I got this knife. The biggest knife. She the biggest. That's what the, you're supposed to do. The longest. We all know knife. when you're home alone and you hear a single noise, oh. you get the biggest knife. Girl, I was taking shit out of the dishwasher. And <laughs> I happened to be grabbing the biggest knife out of the dishwasher, and I heard something, and I popped up, yep. and I was like, "Oh." <gasps> I'm fucking ready. Oh, oh my god. Anytime I come here and I think anyone's hiding in a closet, 
girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> and she's just walking through and she's just showing up. I love it. Real slow. I love that knife in hand. she goes through the apartment and earlier in the movie, the first time they go to Roman and Minnie's apartment, mm-hmm. she notes that all the paintings are off the wall. And this right. time when they go back, when she goes back... Oh, you're so right. All the paintings mm. are up and they're like, these really... I find them very scary. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one painting of just a church just fucking burning. burning. And it's similar to an image she saw in her dream. The oh, rape dream. you're right. There's just like a burning church in the background. Uh-huh. But it's like kind of not clear what it is. Oh my god, because she probably saw it in passing, the picture. You know what I mean? Like, just saw yep. the picture in passing when she was like out of it. And it just processed in her dream. Something like that. And then, yeah, there's another painting that's like the Virgin Mary, but surrounded by skulls. It's like really just off-putting. <laughs> I find it eerie is the word. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, um, Rosemary goes to the mm-hmm. apartment. She finds the crib with the demon Bia in it. <laughs> and not even worst fe- fears realized, like beyond her worst fears. Oh, yeah. It's one thing if she gives birth to a baby that is taken from her or mm-hmm. a baby that dies. But mm-hmm. to give birth to... Something that's not even human. Yeah. Like, she didn't even fathom that. And that's the be- That reaction is amazing. She just looks at, she goes down and look at the baby. Because mm. she, she seems kind of confident. She's, she's in full baller status right now. And she pulls the blanket and you just see her reaction of, like, she right. grabs her and mouth. If there's no music. And then, like, oh. the second that her eyes get, like, so inhumanly wide, <laughs> and the music kicks in with this, like, funky, oh, satanic... Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's great. It's like kind of jazzy and, like, and there's like, like weird instruments yeah, going on at like, weird times. Like, uh, like Jesus time instruments almost. Like <laughs> back from back then, you know, like weird like horns and stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, like shofars. A shofar is when you take the ram's horn and you use it as a horn to blow. They used it in the Bible. Uh, have you not ever seen Prince of Egypt, Cody? I'm so sorry. I have They blow that. a shofar, the whoo, like that. It's that thing. River, river. Um, You're welcome for that lesson. Flow gently for me. Flow gently for me, please. So she freaks out. I love the line, what have you done to him? What have you done to his eyes? Because oh, you never see his so... eyes. And it's just like, what? All right, what do what his eyes look do? like? I know, that like that specifically freaks her out. And, well, because I I mean, you know, eyes at the windows to the soul. And also yeah. like, when you're looking for things that you look uh, resemblances in babies right i think the easiest thing to point to because like you know features change yeah but eyes are forever features change tm <laughs> features change but, but yeah like you can I tell know. like oh you have your dad's eyes or your mom's eyes like pretty True. quickly but whether color or shape and these he has probably red vertical eyes right well what? yeah well because roman goes he has his father's eyes <laughs> what are you talking about guy's eyes or whatever I love when Rosemary drops the knife on the ground and it, like, sticks in the ground and then Minnie picks it up and kind of goes, like, <laughs> like, cleans it up. She's wiping the little schmutz sm- off the floor. It's such a telling little character beat. And also, like, just because she has Satan's baby in the room doesn't mean she's going to stop being, like, the, like, very domestic, like, mm-hmm. image-conscious person that she is. Yeah, she's trying to keep that house in check. I love they it. have guests over. So it ends with Rosemary, like, eventually being you know because it's a baby crying as a human baby noise crying and whether instinctually or like by choice Mm -hmm. she goes to rock the cradle Mm -hmm. and i love that there's a guy there with a camera oh right right, picture of her and like so now she's like forever there's like photographic evidence that she is connected to this baby who Mm -hmm. we can assume will go on to 
talk of the planet. <laughs> you oh, know yeah. what I mean? So like, so, it, like, with the Bible and stuff, we have to rely on, you know, a story. This is, like, photographic evidence. <laughs> yeah, year one. Much like in the, like, All Them Witches book, there's, like, a picture of, like, young Roman with his dad. Oh, right, right, right. So it's, like, she's forever linked to this, like, this time and this event. And this coven. Yeah. No escaping. Also, quick flashback to the mm. moment when she's in bed and they've told her the baby's passed, but they still insist on getting her breast milk. Well, that shit was so I know. creepy. Yeah, where she goes to put the dirty spoon in it. Yeah, and, and she's like, like, oh, I'll do that. And like, it's a, yeah, just a mess. It's so, that is so creepy to me. And just like, who the, f- like, and also, if you really think your baby's dead, you have any, like, real, I just feel like that's, there's so many, so there's many things. Yeah. And it, her freaking out is just so good because like, yeah, it's just so horrifying. It's, it's so her good. body, bitch, and it's been yeah, manipulated this whole that. time. She had a hand in the in the actual Ugh. creation of that intentionally, and like without even meaning to. Yeah. Oh. oh, I love the moment where um when she gets back to the apartment after escaping the doctors and stuff, and she's like gonna barricade herself in there, and she's like on the verge of oh, right, right, pregnancy, right. Uh-huh. and she's calling her friend on the phone, and you just see behind her in the hallway like oh, she th- she thinks she's locked in, she thinks right. she's safe, and you just see two old guys just creep by. <laughs> And it's a little goofy because they're doing, like, Scooby-Doo creeping. Mm-hmm. But it scares me so much because it's silent. And she mm. thinks she's safe. But no, this whole time you've had a back entrance in your house. Can you imagine? I No, I hate that. It's like those stories of people who are like, <sighs> oh, we didn't know somebody was living in our attic for a year. No, I literally out at night. have stress dreams that, like, I wake up and I realize that a door is unlocked. Yeah. And, like, it's been mm-hmm. unlocked for, like, a day. And yeah. I'm like, I lose my mind. Because, right, what is it? She, um, oh, rushes into the elevator. And then she, like, maneuvers yeah, it herself. Which, back then, you needed to have somebody do it for you. Because yeah. it was, like, a, a skill. Yeah. And she, she's got it. She's smart. Kind of. She then, parks and just leap out of it. <laughs> but, like, just, yeah. And she, they're just creeping through her house. And, like, they just think, mm, I hate it. It's so good. It's so sweet. It's so creepy. And it, like, it really is. Because, like, I think also so many horror movies are set, like, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Because yeah. that's a, a fear to play up. But when it's a city, it, it, there's a different fear because there's no space. Um, and also you think there's help, you can scream for help, yes. but you can't because and they're all on the same floor. I know? think that ties into the, like, opening closing shots, which are these overhead, these, um, like, helicopter shots mm. of the buildings, mm-hmm. and they're all, like, so packed together. Yeah. So it's like, well, you're never really alone in the city, but also, like, it's kind of constricting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But yeah, Rosemary had a baby, and now it's going to take over the world. Is this the best best birth control of all time? No. Yes. I don't know. It's kind of... The, I don't know, good excuse to stay away from jerk men. Am I right, That's ladies? true. So this has been Halloween or so horrible podcast. <laughs> I'm Kira. You can follow me on... And he, Kira, hey. <laughs> she fell asleep <laughs> for a second there. Um, you can follow Cody, me, at CodyMonster91. Um, you can follow us at Halloweeners Pod. Yeah. Thanks to Apre Pompey for the music. Follow yes. him. Leah Patterson, thank you for the artwork. You can follow her at a tender witch on Instagram. Yeah. Rock a baby, you have hooves. Your dad is Satan, and I am your mom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>